0: This is awesome, you just don't want to get out of it. You don't want to leave it, but you know what? I think we're not gonna get out of it because we got a mighty anointed man of God here tonight. That's gonna keep the presence of God here in this place. You all may go back to your seats. Let's get ready for a mighty word from Chad. Yes. Come on up, Chad. Everybody extend your hands towards him. I'll pray for him. Father God, we just want to lift up Chad to you tonight, Father, and we thank you for such a precious brother in the Lord. We thank you, Lord, that he's fulfilling a prophecy that you've spoken over many few years ago, Lord, and, and Lord, he's bringing it to pass. And Father, I just pray right now that the, 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 all the nerves would calm. and I just thank you, Lord, that when he speaks, it'll flow like living water. His words will be like living water tonight. It'll speak to our hearts, and And, Lord, and he just continues to keep the presence of God here in this place. So, Lord, we just want to bless him. And, uh, wow, I can just see God's right with you tonight, brother. And he's right behind you. He's got you. So bless him. Bless the Lord. Bless Chad. And we just praise him. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Am I on? Hey, hey. hey, they hotwired me this evening. <laughs> I feel like Janet Jackson. I may have to <laughs> get the Rhythm Nation going here in this one. <laughs> <Praise laughs> um, Algie was right. It's it's not been a few years. It's been a a, a long year, a lot of years <laughs> <laughs> um, since uh, Denny Kramer drug this pulpit back here and. St- planted it in front of my face and give me something to think about and uh, it knocked me off my feet I didn't I couldn't see it then Um, I had a false uh, believing of who I was and what I was here to do and uh, but through time praise God and friends and alone time with him he's changed all that so uh We are different. Amen? (laughs) We are different. Um, I want to start out with a scripture, and then I'm going to do a... Let's just start this way. I'm just going to dive in. If I don't, I'll mess it up. (laughs) Romans uh, 1, 11 through 20. And this, this is a heartfelt coming to people on a man not knowing exactly what he's doing, but he knows he's supposed to do it. And that's exactly where I stand. So if you're questioning the spirit of who I am and where I'm coming from, this right here is where I'm coming from. For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established. That is, that I, may be, that I may be encouraged together with you by a mutual faith, both of you and me. What we're about to do here and what we're about to do in this region, in this area, there is so much that has to do with not only the speaker, but the hearer. Yeah, right. And if the hearer doesn't come engaging their faith to hear something, to not just hear a man, But to hear God speak through a man, then it won't come to pass. It's a two-way street. I can stand up here and I can talk a good talk, but if you're not believing with me, you're not going to receive anything. And you're not going to hear him. You're going to hear a man make a pretty good talk. Now, I do not want you to be unaware, brethren, that I often planned to come to you, but was hindered until now that I might have some fruit among you also. Just as among the other Gentiles, I am a debtor to both the Greeks and the barbarians, both to the wise and unwise. so as much as in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you who are in Newcastle Amen. that's where I'm coming from and uh the part where he's talked that I am a debtor both he's you know he's saying hey i uh You know me. We're family. I got more family in church tonight than I've seen in a while. Blesses me. So, with that being said, I have not arrived. (laughs) I am a work in progress. I'm not standing up here to, to browbeat anybody. But God has anointed me. And he has called me. And I am endeavoring to fulfill that. I have a great and wonderful wife who told me that if I keep my mind and heart set on doing what he told me to do, that everything will be all right. So I get caught up in how you're going to receive me because you know me. You know, you see my faults, You see, you've seen me when I've messed up, you know. So I'm asking to push past all that, okay? And see the Father speak through me and not look at this mere vessel. Um, it was it's fitting that Eric brought up the the ten get readies and uh, because they're very, very important. And for you that, that, that don't know, that are here, that have that doesn't understand what the ten get readies are. Uh, the same prophet that uh, prophesied me to preach the word also prophesied this over a new covenant in this region, and it was to get ready. And I'm going to read them to you. Uh, I I, th- I know you had them last week. I don't know if they showed them or not, so I don't know if they have them or not. But if they do, great. If they don't, I'll read them. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, I did go back and listen to Brother Alex's... Uh, message and it was good and uh, it was sobering. Uh, sometimes those words fall a little heavy and hard on your heart. Some of you didn't. Check it out. Go to the podcast. It's a good word. Um, ten get ready's. Get ready to be greater voice in the community. Get ready for articles to be written about you and by you. Get ready for a new way. Tell everybody to get ready. No dead weight, no one lagging behind. Get ready for a group of believers in the house who will press in the purpose of God's destiny to us. Others from the community will come to hear, others from great distances who will say, God has brought us to this house. Now that there will be an expansion and an increase of the property of families, and there will be more than enough money to make the property and the building more suitable for what I have called you to do. Kind of like a hundred new chairs. Get ready for schools to be visited by God. Get ready to for a move among students and the community. Amen. Get ready for the deadest <laughs> denominational churches in town to be awakened yes. as I visit them through angels, dreams, and visions. Now this is this ain't me reading this. Now this is God who said this, right? That's what the prophet does. He says what God says, and we just he's got he's got to have something to speak through, right? Get ready. I have targeted Newcastle to be a hot spot for what I want to do. Not only in Indiana, but in the Midwest. Get ready for some spontaneous gatherings. Get ready for some uh, solemn solemn assemblies. Get ready for even your schedules of events, and meetings will come as a surprise to you. <laughs> that, that, that's, a, that's kind of a difficult one. Do you realize when this thing goes down that there's some people going to have to go, hey, I, I can't make it to work today. <laughs> well, God showed up down here at Newcastle, and I got to... They're falling out all over the place down here, brother. You're going to have to come. I got to take a day off. I got to catch them. Yeah, they're falling in the dirt. We can't, have it. we can't have it. So, that's going to happen. The thing is, you're going to have to set your mind. Are you going to do that? See, there's some that won't do that. Oh, no. Well, no, 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 no. I need my dollar at then Friday now. Mama needs some shoes. You know, what are you going to do? This is about getting your heart ready for what's coming. That's what he's telling us. That's why he's giving us this. Get ready. There is a visitation coming. Glory to God. I'm going to visit you guys. I'm going to visit the house. I'm going to visit this place. So get ready. Get ready. They will pull in the front, and they will fill the front parking lot. Glory to God. So get ready. Get ready. My visitation is coming, says the Lord. It's in the air. It's already started to happening. We're, we're seeing healings now. Our church is growing. Other churches growing. It's just not here. It's this region. And if anybody, if they're really actually seeking the Father and, and having communion with Him, true communion, then, the, then you know it. It's, it's a burning. It's, a, it's, a, it's, bar, it's building up. You can feel it. You can feel it. There's an anointing. There's more of an anointing. The anointing that you work in normally is being increased day by day. And that's what we're talking about. But you got a choice. You can either say, "Hey, I want to be a part of this," or I'm not going to be a part of this. Uh, because, well, let, just let me read it. Okay. A few weeks ago, we was having what well, it's kind of what what are we even calling that? Or worship and Warfare evening. Alger couldn't be there, but he's like, "Man, I heard this prophecy, and man, it's important." So we we read it and. It was important, and it's on time. So I want to step into that. It's by uh, Patricia King. Um, I don't know her, haven't listened to her, never heard anything from her before. But I read her what what her, she had a vision, a vision, and I just knew it was God. I mean, it just, it, too many things lined up. It, it was just, it's a part of it. God spoke to this woman, and she had enough intelligence to get, get it out there. So I want to read that real, real quick and she says this on january thirty first at five fifty five a.m <laughs> most people don't see that time of morning very often <laughs> during well i mean praise god because sometimes you got to get up and see what he wants to do you lay in bed you're gonna miss it some you know i'm just saying where's your heart what's going on um, during a time of prayer devotion and preparation i better put these little things on they help me see it's, i'm getting older and i can't see anymore, bob i up close, anyway, I can see like an eagle out there, but right here, I can't see. Uh, <laughs> it's right up here close, which is probably a good thing. Every time I look down at myself, it don't look too bad.
2: <laughs>
1: so, you know what I'm saying? But if I get real far away from my mirror, I just turn around real fast and <laughs> On January 31st at 5.55 a.m. during a time of prayer, devotion, and preparation on a Shiloh service where I was going to share on a Sunday morning message titled, The Revival is in the Air. I had a heavenly encounter, and here's that account. I was on a moving golden ladder, stairway ascending to heaven. The Lord's voice spoke. I am taking you to new levels. This was interesting to me because I had just finished teaching a two-day mentoring seminar called new levels of intercession I arrived in a heavenly dimension and felt weightless very light and without burden the Lord's voice spoke to me I will show you things that you know not immediately I was in a corridor in front of a door although the corridor had a degree of glory in its atmosphere the sign on the door said revival and produced an unquenchable passion in me to enter. An angel stood outside the door guarding the room. Some were approaching the door but could not enter because they did not have the right key. I saw one approach with a key called hope. The angel smiled and said, this key will not give you entrance into the room, but you can wait here in the corridor outside the room. Stay close to the door though another came with a key called desperation again the angel said this will not permit you to enter yet another this will not permit you to enter yet another key come, came with another one came with a key called expectation the angel communicated you are very close remain here at my side the key that opened the door is this many others came in with various keys but none of them were able to open The door, the corridor, was full of people waiting and longing to enter in the room. One approached the angel, showing the key called faith-filled prayers. The angels' face lit up and proclaimed, this is the key that will open the door. And the door was opened. The room was full of light, glory, and beauty, and the essence of the holy fire. The atmosphere was pure of love and holiness and joy. Everyone had previously stood waiting in the corridor, we're now immersed in the glory of the room called revival. Now, this is something I want you to take, that I that the Lord showed me. Remember, there was a hope and desperation, and there was an expectation. Mm-hmm. That got them to the corridor. Mm-hmm. It takes believing to even get into the corridor. Do yeah. you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. To even be around enough, in a close enough area to where you can speak, step into the door of revival, you got to have enough faith. That there's even a door. Yes. See what I mean? So they stepped into the door, and the and the glory, um, the glory was not contained in the room. So as soon as they opened the door, she sees a river. I saw a river of revival flowing from the room, flooding the corridor, moving rapidly into the earth. Individuals who had no keys in their hands previously were, were being swept into the current of the river. Some were elated and others were shocked in wonderment. Which is gonna happen. Others were standing on the banks, riverbanks This is this is very interesting. Others were standing on the river banks of the river, angry and offended, attempting to stop the river. This is gonna happen. We're gonna see this. And why? Well, because if you're not the the church that all this starts through, people get pride and puffed up in their knowledge and they want to, because it's not them on the center stage, they want to get huffy and puffy and get on the side and they want to get P.O.ed about it to the point that they'll even actually try to stop the river, speak against it, come against it. Some of the, <laughs> this is good. Some of the resistance, resistant ones, however, were swept into the river and carried away by its currents, and their anger and offense was dissolved in the river. Amen. The river was unstoppable. The room was full of people, and the power in the room was so weighty, it was the power of love and purity. It was fire, and it was glory. It was rain, and it was light. It was everything. So intense was the atmosphere. Those in the room... That's that's this this is revival. That's the very essence of revival. See, it's not one person, one preacher, one woman, one man, one congregation. It's his presence and his power being so tangible that you can't ignore it. See what I'm saying? There, it's not it's not going to be just me or or Brian standing up in a field house preaching. That's going to call the people. That's not what they're coming. The presence of God. Amen. It's uh, Amen. what are you fixing your eyes upon? Those in the room were experiencing a weight of glory, and those outside the room were being powerfully impacted by the river that flowed from the room. And then I saw the river break off into tributaries, many tributaries that's been prophesied we know that that it's going there's a there's a there, there's a revival that's it's been prophesied more than once for those who don't know that this area in this region there's gonna break out it's gonna break out in a revival and it's gonna hit the prison out there yes.
2: that's right.
1: there's somebody. There's maybe one of somebody in this church I don't know if there's somebody's gonna go out there and it's gonna speak into their identity and their kingdoms their their kings in, in and a bigger area they're gonna get they're gonna drop away just like me, they're going to drop away all their false believing of themselves, and they're going to come to a knowledge of who they really are in God, what the world's really all about, and they're going to come to that. And it's going to start a revival out there. And there's going to be uh, Andrea Wiseman. Is she here? Hey, Andrea, we talked about that. We talked about this, talked about this the very day, didn't we? She had a vision. It's been some time ago where we was having meetings. And the parking lot was so full, and the house was so full. That they they was, and they was people coming from Alabama. Is that right? They was, dr- southern part of United coming, because of the influx of the power of God that was manifesting, on and about and around us. I'm telling you, it's come, I've never been more sure about anything in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been. If you, if I, uh, I, I, I'm a lot of things, but a liars, not one of them. I've never been more sure about anything in my life. This is coming. Amen. This is coming. Glory. The Lord then walked through what was called the corridor revivals on the walls were large framed photos of past revivals. On each photo was like a door you could enter and explore. Wouldn't that be cool? You go in and explore the Azusa Street. What was Azusa Street like? You know what I'm saying? I'd like to be there. I'd like, I, we get to do that, I think. I believe we get to do that, don't you? Some of the ones I saw were the Moravian Revival, First and Second Great Awakenings, the Maria Woodworth Etter Revival, Welsh Revival, Azusa Street Revival, Amy Simple McPherson Revivals, Catherine Kuhlman, the Toronto Outpouring, and many, many more. Then I oh. Then I saw him hang another framed photo on the wall of this corridor, a new revival. And that was the end of the encounter. So there's an empty frame ready to be put in. The Lord told me what it was going to be called, and I'll tell you in a little while what, it, what it's going to be called. So I read all that to get you all fired up. And to say, well, something's coming down the pike, and uh, we need to get ready because the vision, the 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 influx of what's going to happen and what's going to take ba- base, is, what's going to come to pass in this hour, is uh, such a great outpouring of the spirit that uh, it's going to make it's going to take more than a dozen workers. Do you understand why, I mean, there's, there's going to, we're going to have to come together as a community of believers, not Pentecostals, Catholics, Baptists, Southern Baptists, whatever your, whatever you hang above your head, and it's going to be, God's doing something, we got to be there, and we're, and he's calling us to get ready, so that's what we're doing. That's what this is about. I gotta feel, you know. I, I think we'll be doing this once a month. Yeah, <laughs> well, because here's what's gonna. I mean, this thing's gonna pick up pace, and, and, and the Lord also spoke to this very clearly. I'm not. You're not waiting on me. i not waiting on me. I've been ready. I've been ready for a long time. He's not. He's not waiting. I mean, we're not waiting on him to do something. I mean, you kind of get in that mindset sometimes, you know. Lord, we want it. Lord, when are you going to do it? I'm willing, Father. When are you going to do it? He's going, when are you going to do something? When are you going to do what I told you to do? When are you going to show up? When are you going to put your wants and cares and your needs and all that aside and do what I ask you to do? And it ain't going to happen until we get there. So uh, we can we can dance around the subject all we want to, but either you've got right here, I have, uh, uh, and I'm going to get right up in your face and in your grill. <laughs> I have laid before you a choice. Yes. God's spoken. Mm-hmm. I know it's Him. Yep. You're either going to get involved and do something mm-hmm. and do what He's called you to do. Or you're gonna sit on the sidelines and you're, and it's gonna pass you by, That's right. or you may drag your feet and be lackadaisical about it, and then when it comes to pass and you're not a part of it, they're gonna wish that you would have. That's right. That's right. Because see, I know you're hard. You're you know our, 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 the spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. So we you know we want to do more. We want to we want to do more, but we don't. And, we're gonna ha- and so here's the choice laid right up in your face. What are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? This ain't the devil going, What do you do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? This is Chad going, What are you going to do? <laughs> Whose team are you going to play for? Yep. And, and it falls right back to the believing to the, to the very core of believing in God in the first place. Yes, yes. You, either, you either believe that there's a creator or you don't. And I've heard all the other theories, and it just do not make any sense to me. You go down to Neil's junkyard and blow up a bomb all you want, and there will not be a Cadillac sitting there when it's all said and done. <laughs> that theory doesn't work for me. I'm not pu- and, you, and obviously you can tell I'm not puffed up on knowledge here. I don't know a whole lot. I'm pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward with me. That makes sense. Well, that don't make no sense. It takes more faith to believe that we come from some microorganism and evolved millions of years into this wonderful being that's... Are you kidding me, really? No. No, I didn't evolve from... God thought of me and he spoke me into life. You know what I mean? Well, and either you believe it or you don't. You know... Because, and, and we got so many, you know, well, there's many ways to the God and whoever that may call. It. No, 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 no. No, there's one way. Timothy says there's one way to the Father. One mediator between man and God, and his name's Jesus. One way. See, that's another thing. What do you believe? Do you believe this, what this says? Or don't you? Well, that part about me serving my husband, I'm thinking that probably really wasn't what they really meant. I'm just saying you can pick out stuff that may not line up with your physical, you just don't want to do it. I'm telling you, you're either going to make one or two choices, either it's real or it's not. Either it's, tr- is it the inspired word of God or it ain't. I've looked through it and I've found that it's got to be God. Because I'll read it one time and he'll show me something, I'll read it again and he'll show me something else. It never quits. It just don't. It just don't. So, and I just started. That's an introduction. Huh. You know, uh, we all anointed in different ways, and uh, I, I know Tom, he takes notes, and, we, and, and, and he's line by line, brother. I mean, he's got every thought. I mean, it's, he's a very detailed individual. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Just different. Me and Mikey on the hunt, we're, we're not, I mean, I got 10 pages of notes. I've been, I've been, you, but you got to understand. This is this that thing he done. It didn't just set on me and just leave. This has been this has been building in me for t- what, 10, 11 years now. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while. We're gonna be here for three nights. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Hey, you know, and there's another thing right there. You know this whole thing, and you've seen it. And I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of, and this is, this is me. This is not my leadership. This is not a reflection of how they feel. But this whole thing about Sunday morning showing up and going, well, I'm going to show up about 1035, and I'm going to listen to two songs, and they better get me out here by noon because uh, uh, KFC is calling my name, and I want to go eat. And if they don't, I'm going to get up and walk out. They had, they would preach for days. And what was it? Well, when they was they was coming to expect to hear something. They wasn't just. Checking off a, hey, made it to church this Sunday. Woo! Didn't know if I was going to get through that or not. All them (laughs) hypocrites down there all gathered up, wandering around, wallering up here, (laughs) flinging flags and everything they do. (laughs) Hey, you can have an attitude about anything. (laughs) You can. You can also, uh, you know, so I'm not one that's going to, you know, if it takes me a while, it takes me a while. If you want to leave, you ain't going to hurt my feelings. I've been looking forward to this for so long. It's just, I mean, you know, and, and it's not that, that I crave to, it's just been boiling in me, you understand what I'm saying? But we, I think we ought to, what is it, you know? If we go, and here's another thing, what we're, what the, and what the real worry is is they're not trying to cheat God because the Word of God will go on and on and on, but because people's gotten so selfish that there's a lack of helpers back there with their chitlins, and the chitlins are back there for two and a half hours, and we've piled up 70 of them on three people? Are you? Uh, don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? Y'all keep having kids. We all, I mean, I wish the whole, the whole church was here, but they're not. Y'all keep having kids, but you don't want to tell them nothing. Don't want to teach them nothing. Glory to God, I'm going to church to get rid of my kids. Get to get my worship on and they sidestep it. We got to quit. We got to quit. Get involved, and if the thing is, is if we all got involved, man, you wouldn't have to be back there if you call it this great worrisome, and it's a blessing anyway. Once you start doing it, they bless you more than, you know, but it's, it's, well, you know, it's selfishness, It's what it is. You can look and try to put a word on it, whatever. It's selfishness. If you can't, if we don't all get involved and start helping our youth and teach our youth, they're going to look to other avenues to be taught by, and they're going to go down the wrong road. So whatever you want to receive, you've got to sow seed. If you can't sow seed back there to give a harvest in your children, then don't come to me when you've got a teenager that don't listen to nothing you say, and they look at you, and they fling a finger in your face. You didn't invest nothing in them to get anything out. What are you expecting? That's like going to a cornfield and waiting on it to grow, and you ain't planting no corn. (laughs) Well, that's the same thing. You got to get involved. We got to get involved. We got to be a part. Which means service can go longer, it's not that big a deal. We got, I mean, wouldn't it be great, Karen, if we had backups? Where they've been out there an hour. Hey, uh, we've got two sets of teachers instead of just one being here for three hours. So we're going to cut it in half. If it goes over an hour and a half long, we've got people stepped in that's going to go back there relieve them. They're going to come out here and see what's going on, catch some of God. They're going to go back there and give some of God because they've been catching it in here. And it's going. And then it's three or four hours later, we're still okay. The kids are fine. We're not worried about them, and they're not overworked. And that can happen. That's part of the get ready. What are you going to do with your children when you're uh, everybody's being slain up at the field house? Have you thought about it? You better be teaching them to catch or something. You better have them there ready to. Hey, look, baby, I know he he ain't that big, you know. You 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 do it. You do it. Right? We can do that. Hey, I. But daddy's four hundred (laughs) pounds. It'll be all right, son. Just bounce and roll, bounce and roll. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. (laughs) And that was none of it was in my notes. I give Mikey my notes, and he goes, man, just get me something, because he's kind of getting concerned, you know, and, I, and I'm working on it and I'm taking notes every day, and as I do it, I'm driving down the road. Brian's been with me, and you know, I'm listening to the Word, or I'm, I turn on the Bible and just listen to the Bible or whatever, you know, or I, a lot of times, I just shut off everything, and I just... And... Uh, So that's how i get it you know and so and and my notes was a mess you know i had notebooks and i I, i'm like what did i write there what was that you know and i can't hardly see it so i can get my glasses out on my woman. it it was an it was an act of the spirit just to even get through them to figure out what was what yeah interpretation of my own notes but uh you know he blesses us that way, and, I, and, I, and they, so I've got like 10 pages of notes, and I send them to Mike, and he's like, here, let me show you what I do. <laughs> so now that I'm getting ready to get to just a little bit of them. Um with the prophecy, with the get readies, I think the next part of it is, uh, it said, faithful prayer was the key to getting the door, did it not? So I want to dig in just a little bit and kind of see what that looks like because it there's a lot of, and when I dug into this, this is a, such a deep subject, and there's so many people that's praying not according to the word, and I'm telling you, I will probably poke one of your religious cows. We will heal them beller this evening. I've been doing it that way for 35 years. Well... I've been peeing on my shoe for 35 years too, but that don't make it right. <laughs> it don't make it right. Right? So, with a little bit of humility, you'll hear this word and you're going to go, have I been doing it wrong? Is this is this really faith-filled prayer or not? So, James 5.13 13. Five James five thirteen through eighteen, is this, and I'll, <laughs> I'll probably just get to this. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Let's stop right there. Something's come into your life. It's uh, you got you're dealing with an issue. It's the word says let him pray. Does it not? Now, we've got some, not all, that, I need you to pray for me. They get on the phone. Oh, I need you to pray for me. What's
0: going on? Oh,
1: And they puke on you, and then you're supposed to speak life into them. When I'm showing you right here in the Word that it says, if you're suffering, if you're you're coming against anything, if if, if there's something, you need to pray. See, because you are supposed to have faith, because the only reason you're asking somebody else to pray for you in the first place is that you believe there's a God that actually listens to prayers and will answer a prayer, and you not doing it and going to somebody else is a lack of faith. Do you understand? Now, I'm not saying, because it says also in here that, you know, when you're to a point that uh, you can't pray for yourself, or, I mean, that you, you thank God, we got people, you can say, hey, Man, I'm to a point, I I can't pray for myself right now. Man, we can lean on each other and we can pray for each other, right? And he'll show up in that. But for the most part, there's nothing that the Lord's going to bring and he don't even bring it, that life itself comes at you and stuff's going to come into your life. He said that you ain't going to walk through this globe and not get poked around and have to deal with stuff. But he told you how to take care of it. He said when you are suffering, you pray. Okay. Let him, let him pray. If anyone is cheerful, let him sing songs. Psalms. Sing psalms. Well, I can't sing, brother. I mean, I I can't everybody can sing. Most not should record. <laughs> but everybody can sing. You know what I mean? It's a it's an expression of the heart. And if and I bet there's some in here right now that haven't sang unto the father, maybe forever. If you're joyful, you get up and you and, and it's just overwhelming you, Lord, you you look at your daughter and it overwhelms you should sing unto the father. See what I'm saying? You sing. Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let him pray over him. Anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. So if you're a so sebag nurse you so sick, yes, call. you better call for the elders. I mean, who are the elders? They're anybody, you know, that's been called by God that's, that, that you believe is anointed and can lay hands on you and believe with you. They better be believers. They better believe that you can get your healing or you don't want them to come. That's what they better be you know this whole well if it's the will of the father you see yeah exactly i nowhere in the bible have i read where jesus where somebody come up to jesus or any of the disciples and said pray and heal for me and them look at me well get back with me brother cuz i got to go check with the lord i'm not sure if it's his will to heal you today not nowhere in the bible does it say that it says that it is His will. See, that question was in the Bible. Would it be would, if it's His will? And, they, and he answered him. It is. Yeah. You see, I'm saying that's in there for one reason. You didn't need to go nowhere else. You figured it out. If by healing, does he, God want me healed? Yes, right. absolutely. Right. Uh, and <clears throat> see, here we at. Where are we at? Where are we at? Anointing with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sin, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Glory to God. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. One of my favorites. A lot. And see, and, here he gets, and then he gives it. Okay. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. The amplified says it like this, and the prayer of faith will restore one who is sick, and the Lord will write. Oh, wait, but that's not wrong. Yeah, I don't have it here. I'm sorry. I thought I had it, but it, it says what the amplified says is it will release that the. Um, Yes makes tremendous power available. The point I was trying to get I had them both down. I don't know why I didn't get it out of here. But you're uh, the the righteous man, a man in right standing coming to the Father in a heartfelt prayer makes God's power available. Yeah. Amen. Makes God's power available. Yeah. See there's There's two reasons why there's two reasons why a person won't pray, and it's either it's one of these two things: either 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 you I'm trying to find it here, either okay. If you don't, if you're not a prayer and you don't pray, you to think one of the two things. You to think, well, it don't really do no good. I've prayed for it and I ain't never seen it and nothing happened. So you re, you're believing that it doesn't work. Or, there's no need to. There's not a necessity because you're big enough, big enough. Boy, I'll just deal with it and go on and I'll put my boots on. And just push through. There's the Two main reasons why you go. Number one, you don't believe. Don't believe that it doesn't do any good. Because, I mean, see, prayer is by faith prayer in itself by uh, a definition is communion with God. So you have got to believe in your heart that there is a God. You got to believe in your heart that when he that when you speak to him that he actually hears you. It's by faith. And there's a lot of people that have a problem with seeing, you know, and Jesus prayed all the time. He would go and be alone. He would, he would you know, he'd go, you know, you, you read it all over the Bible, where he'd slip off and be by himself. Well, where'd you go? Jesus, where, Where's would you we he? He's looking all over the place for you. Well, I went to be with the Father. I went to, you know, he actually thought that he could talk to him and he'd hear him, right? Why would we not think that? Either, he, either Jesus was an example of the way we were supposed to live our life, or he wasn't. I mean, his prayer life, how he lived, how he communicated, how he didn't pray. There's one to think about. You remember in the garden when uh, uh, he, he he goes to Peter and he sa- uh, he tells him, he says, hey, uh, pray with me. And, uh, you know, and, and Jesus is going through some stuff, and he come to the point where he's sweating blood. Well, it wasn't because, in my this is what the Lord gave me. In my opinion, I don't think he was worried. He knew what was coming. He knew he was going to be sacrificed. He knew that. he He, he knew that. Okay? But... He was becoming sin. This is a revelation that just God, you, you, you roll it around, see if it sets with you. I don't know. This is a revelation God gave me about that particular time in Jesus' life. It wasn't the fact that he was going to the cross and going to take all that beating and die. That was bringing him to sweat. He was becoming sin. sin Does the Sin of the world was being on him and what was happening? Does Father, there was a separation. Father, why have you forsaken me? Where are you? That's what he was praying. Yes. See what I'm saying? People want to interpret that, that God was bringing all, all that. No, we, we flesh brought all that on him. God didn't bring that on him. God just knew what he had to do to get us, get us out of it. Yes. And, he, and he couldn't stand there, said beside side with sin. So he, there was a separation, and it brought him to blood. Because you're, we're talking about a man who prayed with God all the time. He was in communion with him everywhere he went. He didn't go nowhere without the I don't do nothing unless I see the Father do that. I don't say nothing unless I hear the Father say it. Yeah. Everything he done, the whole spitting, uh, you know, mm-hmm. here, be Pfft, I get He was seeing that, and he was doing what the Father told him to do. You just don't muster that stuff up. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the way we're supposed to live. Yeah. And that's how faith-filled prayer is supposed to work. When you go to the Father in prayer and ask him, okay, so we're coming into a place of revival, right? We know it's coming. What's prayer, faith-filled prayer look like? Faith-filled prayer says, you know, Lord, I know what you've said, and I believe it to be true. And I I see it coming to pass. Thank you for it. And I'm going to be ready when it comes to pass. See, that's a faith-filled expectation. Of the Father, that's a faith-filled prayer. And there's some prayer that's not prayer. There's some prayer that uh, it's 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 not biblical. There's nowhere in the Bible that you know. And I'll fling some of them out there. I had I got some stuff, but I ain't going to get into. You just dwell on it. Prayer is not spinning wheels. Prayer is not counting beads. Prayer is not leaning over God's shoulder, speaking to somebody else. Is not prayer. Get him, God. Get them. Sick them. Like you're sicking a dog or something. That's not prayer. That's <laughs> not faithful filled prayer. It's not prayer. Um, it's, it's not prayer. Um, praying with yourself, all bloated. Like, uh, where's that at? I've got that too. Like the Pharisee and the publican, um, I've got it in scripture, right? You? you know, he, there's a there's a Pharisee, and, and he went to go pray, and he's going, "Oh Lord, thank thee, Lord, but I'm not like other men, Lord. Lord, I give tithes and offering, and I give up my time, Lord. I am so good, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that I'm not like this publican, rotten scoundrel, Lord." And then the Pharisee, or the publican come up there and said, Lord, now we're talking about a publican. If you understand anything about the Bible, a publican, was he was a tax collector, dude. He was, you know, he'd knock your mom in the head for $20. You, I mean, he, he was the, nobody liked him. They couldn't trust him. You, they was, hey, do we got any of them? Or, I mean, look around in society now, tell me we ain't got some. That's right. That's right. But what he did was, is, Father, I'm a sinner. Have mercy on me. The Bible says, I, that man walked away justified, or the other didn't. See, knowledge gets puffed up. You know, obviously you can tell, I'm, I can't just go and quote, scrotcher, and, and put uh, numbers and where they're at, I, you know. And, and some that do, they get that knowledge, and they get puffed up in it. Not, you know, and, 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 and some people lean to their own knowledge, and, and it puffs them up. And it, 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 there's no faith there. So you got to be careful, always be, the best way is to stay as humble as possible. The Lord dealt with me, I I taught a a little message, a little thing, and all the, all the groups. Connect groups, and it was about humility. Humility and healing. And humility is the one number one thing that a man shall strive for. I mean, if there's something that you're going to put in front of you and go, Lord, I want to be true humility. I want to be, I don't want to be, I don't want to be proud of how humble I am. (laughs) There are some that are proud how humble they are. And they'll let you know everything they've done so humbly so you know that they're humble. That's proud about being humble. See what I'm saying? God gives grace to the humble. And vanity he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't count it. I mean, vanity it's like you just you can he just pfft. you see what I'm saying. So now and gets into the you know the other part that people don't pray they they don't believe it does any good. Some people believe that well you know the father's bit they they got people's got a vision of the God setting up there like he's at a switchboard. Like he's checking in phone calls or something on prayer. Like, well, the Lord's busy. He ain't got no time for me and what I need to do. That's just, my foot's about to fall off, but it's not that big a deal. (laughs) I'll just deal with it, you know. And so they don't pray. Yeah, suffering for, call it something. Even make it religious. And it is religious. It's stupid. They just, uh, it is. They just, they don't, and because they, you know, they're, they're trying to justify what they're doing. Right. That's what's wrong with a lot of today is everything. We've got a syndrome that's scouring out our whole nation that if everybody, and, and the thing is, the whole nation's this way. If everybody was like me, the whole world would be a better place. <laughs> because I, I got to figure it out, I'm the smart one, I'm the, I, or they, you know, they, they think that they're the only ones that actually cut through all the junk, and, well, see, that's pride, that's puffed up, and that is not, you better be going, look, if something comes to you, and you think it's wrong, the first thing you better go is, is, Lord, have I been looking at that wrong the whole time? Right. See, that's humility, yeah. not going, that ain't right. <laughs> Anybody can fling a finger. They give he give he give us all ten. He can fling them all day long. You ain't doing that right, Pat. I don't like how you're sitting in that chair. That's not godly. You know, them tattoos, brother. Them's not godly tattoos. <laughs> Anybody can fling a finger, and it's not good. Faith-filled prayer is a prayer that looks like that is so humble and it's heartfelt. You come to the Father and you go, Lord. I know that you've got revival in our midst. And you've called us to it. Father, I believe it's coming. Lord, help me to get ready. Enlighten me, Father, to what I'm doing wrong. Enlighten me and the whole, this whole region, if we're doing anything, to, in, to keep it from happening. Lord, and we just call your presence in. And then we know that it's coming. I know that it's coming. Your presence is here now. It's a, that's what he's looking for. You know, don't, not that sick them, go get them, Lord, they're all worthless. You need to give, they need you, Jesus, they need more Jesus. <laughs> it's a, and here's why. It, it, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours and prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months That's some faith. That's a man going and having a conversation with his dad, with his father, and saying, Lord, I don't want it to rain. And the father going, All right. I can do that. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain and the earth produced its fruit. Right there. There's a mirror image of revival in how we're supposed to pray. That's fruit. What's fruit? New believers? Fruit? Rain? Spirit? Right? Rain is like the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Rain waters the seed of the Word. People will be drawn by the power of God and we will see a harvest. Is that not correct? Earnest, fought, heartfelt prayer. And it comes by faith. You cannot have earnest, heartfelt prayer unless you believe that there's a God that's listening to you, that has saved you and redeemed you and is and making you a better person. You cannot, you cannot have heartfelt prayer unless you know on this anniversary of uh, a loved one that we'll get to see him again. You know, Scott was very special to me. Scott Cooney, if you guys don't know. But, uh, you know, I know I'll see him again because I know he believed in the word, Lord. I know, I know, he, I know he gave his heart to the Lord. I know he believed in the Lord. I, you know, and that, that right there is a, 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 a comp- that's a perfect example of God. And this, boy, this pricks people. And I know I've said it and it hurts people. God is not in complete control. We have a choice. We have a choice. You know, and he made some choice. And if he could do it again, I'm sure he'd change. Yep. But he made some choices. And uh, we all make choices. We got one in front of us right now. That's a choice. A choice on whether to go, I believe the word's right, that we, should, uh, we shouldn't keep ourselves from the gathering together amongst brethren so iron can sharpen iron. I think I'm going to go to church every Sunday. See, that's a choice. You know, uh, it's a choice to go, well, I, I feel closer to God in the woods. Man, I've heard that a bunch. I'm a guy of the woods. <laughs> you know, I just feel closer to God out here in the woods. Well, fine. Feel closer to God out in the woods. What says you got to go to the woods on Sunday?
2: Yep, that's right.
1: I mean, it's, he's calling us to a time of uh, priorities. Getting our priorities straight. Prayer is not yelling at the devil. Prayer is not reaccounting your problems over and over. I've heard people do this. I have no pain. I have no pain. I have no pain. Lord I have
2: Lord I have no pain.
1: I have no pain. I have no pain. I have no pain. Have no pain. Have no pain. What are you hearing? Pain. Pain, pain, pain. pain. It's not, I need, I need, I need. It's not faith-filled prayer. Lord, I need you to save all these heathens. They're making my life. hell. <laughs> Got to save them, Lord? Yeah, they need it. People need it. But that's not faith-filled prayer. Faith-filled prayer is uh, asking for something and believing for it. Um, I'm going to retouch that just a minute here prayer is not uh, praying in vain repetitions Um, (laughs) it's it's saying phrases over and over and over and over again it's vain repetition it's thinking that's getting something somewhere you see what I'm saying Um, and uh, And mindless chanting is not faithful prayer. And, uh, you know, (laughs) I've been places and seen this. Oh, God. 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 God. (laughs) That's not faithful prayer. Nine times out of ten when somebody's doing something like that, they're doing it to be seen which is vanity in itself and he puts it away from him. He don't pay no attention to that. I mean, they sound like a freight train. Oh, God. 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 Swaying back and forth. You know, you've seen them. And it's probably more of the standing at the walls. You see people. You know what I'm saying? Nowhere in the Bible have I seen where it says to do that stuff. If you, show, if you see it and I'm wrong, tell me. I want to see it too because I can't find it. So much junk is junk that man have made up and it's man-made religion. It's rubbish. It doesn't do nothing. It's, nine times out of it it's doing it to be seen, to be seen and made holy, which is you're, then you're praying with yourself. Is what you're doing. Moving right along. We don't pray to a picture. We do not pray to statues. We don't pray to saints or relatives. The dead. We don't talk to family members and the dead. He didn't say to do that. He did not say to do that. Oh, Lord, help me. Who do we pray to? We pray to the Father, God. How do we pray? We pray in the name of Jesus. That's how we do it. It's pretty simple. Now, you could say, Brother Chad, I I really like talking to Jesus. I'm not saying you can't talk to him. I'm just saying it does not say to pray to him. You pray to the Father, and you're coming by the key of Jesus. The reason that you've got a right to go straight to the Father like they did not have in the Old Testament and see they had to find the man of God or to go see what I'm saying? They had to go get somebody. reason we can't, we don't have to do that is because we got somebody. I got a guy. The name's Jesus. So when you're coming to the Father you're saying Lord I'm coming to you in the name of Jesus because that's what gets you access to the throne room. Faith. We, uh, some, some people like to, you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm a faith guy. I, I think uh, some want to kind of put faith and that style, they, they'll, they'll, they'll want to put it into a, uh, well, that's a type of uh, a believing. See what I'm saying? Because you got, you know, Faith Life Church, and you got Faith This, Faith That, you know what I'm saying? And, but I'm, when you look at faith, if we're the body, the church is the body and all its members, faith is the very blood in the body. Because nobody, no man, cannot please the Father without faith. That's scriptural. It's in the Bible, didn't make it up. Not me, it's not a Chad thing. You can't make him happy unless you believe. You've got to have faith. The reason you're here is because there's a little bit in you that believes that there is a God and we're just not wasting our breath. There, that the, the Spirit that will anoint... Uh, uh, um, a man to stand up here and to speak and you learn something and it be God speaking through him that's why we're here I hope so if it's not something wrong so what we need to do so we pray to the Father we pray in the name of the Jesus Dude, and, and he's and he's very uh, God's a very jealous God, and that's why you want to know why we do that is because He said Deuteronomy, you know. Um you shall not make yourself any idol or likeness of what is in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters underneath. You shall not worship them or serve them, and I, Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children, and on the third and the fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing loving kindness to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. Don't make and don't you don't praise no other God. You don't you don't pray to not, you don't pray to a fat man statue squatted. You don't do it. You you just, you don't. Okay. Faithful prayer prays in love. Faithful prayer believes that you have when you ask. There's no way I can get to all of them, but Jesus is the best prayer. He gives us the Lord's Prayer, and it's the absolute... It's a pure prayer Um, here's a part that I want to get to and then I'll try to quit mark 11 22 through 24 very unique aspect and this is obviously this is just some of the part but this is a very very big part I know men that have actually received complete healings, studying this scripture and preaching and teaching on this scripture for years. So Jesus answered to them, having faith in God, for assuredly I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that, thing, that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So we got two different types. One's saying, one's praying. And we're, and if I've had any success at the altar ministry, and it's because of this right here, I'm going to tell you why. God give us mountains in the physical but he did not, God does not put mountains in your life. Amen. We do. The flesh, you can blame it on Adam and Eve, whatever. You know, you understand what I'm saying? So when there's a mountain, he says, specifically, we say to the mountain. See, uh, you know, uh, there's power, uh, life and death, and po- lays in the tongue. Ain't that right, Sam? We know it, man. When we speak something, you want to talk about Revelation right there. If you watch what you say, everything that spits out of your mouth, you will change your life. That's right. I am telling you right now. If I've never learned nothing in my, and I thought this was the hokiest, pokiest, quirkiest thing that I'd ever heard when I first started coming to church. What do you mean? Well, I'm truthful. That's lying. No, it's not. The Bible says when you got a problem, oh, okay, look. Cancer comes on your body. The Bible says you tell the cancer to leave. It's a mountain, right? God didn't bring you that cancer. He gave us authority by the mouth. We got power in the tongue, do we not? So, cancer, get out of my body in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask you to reestablish my body and whatever this thing is taking away, I ask you to rebuild it. There's the difference. You've got to figure out when to say and when to pray. Praise, asking the Father something good. It's usually said, that's, a, that's how I help it. If it's bad, you're telling it. If it's good, you're asking it. See what I'm saying? Nothing good that comes through. I don't care what it is. I don't care if you've mustered it up and it's good. It's still come through Him. See what I mean? Faithful prayer. That's faithful prayer. A lot of people don't know that, so they go, "God, take this, take this from me," and He's going, "I didn't give it to you. Tell it to get out of there, so I can get involved with you. You don't, it don't belong there. When are you going to take authority of it? He already, that's it. He already did. It. See, when we get a revelation that we're not, we're not asking Him to do something now." See, it's now in us, it's now in our timeline, it's now in our puff of smoke, but we're asking him to do something he's already did. So faith says, Lord, I'm just saying, make it real what you did. Let it manifest now what you did. And it's not you, it's got to be something in me, so whatever I'm doing that's not lining up, if I have whatever it is, see the problem's with here. See, and Peter, <laughs> that's they, like they're trying to talk God into doing something for them. You know, Lord, if you just do this one thing for me, I'm telling you I'll serve for you. Lord, i got to get this off my life. I'll, I'll do with anything. Like they're talk, trying to talk him into doing something. He's going, you fool, I did, did it. When are you going to believe I did it? As soon as you believe I did it, you'll have it. When you believe that you, what you pray, and you believe you have it, is when you have it. Right? So we either say or we pray. And receive means to take hold. To lay hold of. To make your own. To snatch. Anybody ever looked at their baby and go, I'll snatch you in a minute? I've said that. You don't want me to snatch a hold of you, do you? That's receiving it's not standing back catching. <laughs> you understand? That's faith. I got it. I got it. See, we got people in this very church that's carrying around junk because they, they want to they live a... Uh, they they want to be a part of a, a no-fault religion. It's all on God. God's in complete control, and just whatever happens to me, and well, whatever his will is, and that is junk. That is not true. It does not line up with the Word of God. That is not right. Look, God put this thing. God's in control. Don't get me wrong. He's in control of what he can be in control of. But I'm telling you, the Word says that he give us dominion on this place. He's not going to be wishy-washy on what he said. He's not going to say, he's not an Indian giver. Here, have the world. Oh, I'll take it back. You don't know what you're doing. Oh, here, Well, you're doing pretty good. I'll give you. No, I better not. He don't do that. When he give it, he give it. And the result of it, what's going on? You better look around. It's us. It's us not standing together. It's not us congregating together. It's not uh, us uh, even driving down the road and believing that the other guy just is having a bad day and letting him go. I've seen more fights on <laughs> I drive a truck. I'm telling you, I see people in their real element. They will fling fingers and cuss you, and, and all you're trying to do is keep from killing them. <laughs> and they will I mean, curse you. Mad. Get some mad enough, because traffic's backed up, get on the, the shoulder, <laughs> go down through there. People trying, you know, been standing there a while, want to stand, get out and stretch and starting to get out of the car and have a sling the door just to, I mean, I've seen, we've got to get to a place to where you're, see, and that's part of humility and pride. See, because when, when you let something fester like that, what you're assuming is, is that everybody else is an idiot and you're doing it exactly right and if everybody else was just like you, we'd all be moving a whole lot faster. Humility goes, well, you know, I don't know what's going on up there. I don't know what's going on with that particular individual, even though he turned left in the wrong way. Nine times out of ten, it's they're so preoccupied in communion with their phone <laughs> that they're not paying attention to what they're doing. And they get themselves in a precarious situation. But even at that, that's our age. That's, our, that's where we're at. Even at that, you have to choose to go, he didn't mean to do that, she didn't mean to do that. I forgive them and release them. Do you know going into prayer to the Father with heartfelt, if you're mad at somebody and you have ought against somebody, it will affect your prayer? If you, We are not to carry grudges. You, for instance, you see somebody and they go to church every week. And you happen to run into them and they're at the place that they should not be, in your opinion. And they're doing something that you should not be doing hmm, you ain't going to believe what i seen. And they'll get hard-hearted. And then that person come up next Sunday, get up front, Spirit of God, get all over them, and they actually teach you something. And you reject it because you have come to a conclusion that you don't know nothing about. You don't know what they're there for. You don't know what they're doing. You don't know. Maybe they was not doing something that was right. But instead of instead of going, Lord, I'm not going to believe anything wrong about that person. But I'm just going to lift them up to you right now. It says to pray, forgive our enemies. If a man smacks, I mean, this is hard, especially from a lens. You smack me, I'm, my instinct's going to be to smack you back. That's not the word. I'm telling you, I, they, I'm changing. I'm a work in progress, so I wouldn't test me. But I'm changing. I'm changing. We're, we're supposed to turn the other cheek, right? We can literally change the atmosphere with prayer. We can get together and we can pray a heartfelt prayer without gunk. And we can receive from the Father directly. We don't need no, I mean, other than Jesus, we don't need no middleman. man. Another thing, if you do not have your heavenly language, we believe in it around here. It's a gift. And it will help you. Won't it? It's a good thing. Won't it, sis? You got yours, didn't you? You lean on it? Man, I lean on mine. All too often, the thing is, is see, that's being puffed up on knowledge. You see something, you think you know how to pray about it. Nope. Most of the time, you don't. Do we? I mean, we don't. You're like, you man. I know something's not something's something's not right, or something needs to be in something needs to be injected there. So the only way to actually pray that out is in our heavenly language. It says that. Do you know that our heavenly ang- language will? Um, it it we're praying out mysteries. And if you don't have it, you can get it. Can't they, Jeff? We gotta get girded up. We gotta have our helmet of salvation. We gotta have a sword of spirit. We gotta have breastplate of righteousness. We gotta have our shield of faith. We gotta have our feet shod and our loins gird with truth and peace. We gotta have it. Because we're going into we're going into a time to where they're going to be folks that's going to come in with an alternate agenda. Right. Yes. Me and Sam was talking about this. There also is going to need to be coming a time to where we're going to have us a uh, what we would call a Fab Five or a, a Special Forces. Critters are going to come out of the woodwork. So be praying about that. You know, uh, Tom and Eric, they, they, they give us a, uh, a thing where, you know, what are you called to do? What, what's, what are you called for? Right? We're supposed to go and look, hey, what am I called to do? What's my piece? Where's my part? What do I play? Keep that. People are called to, I mean, some people can't deal with it. Critters get ugly. <laughs> F- quick. don't think saying. They can knock you off your feet and uh we need to get ready that's a part of it that was a that little deal that we went through was uh that was letting us know that we need to get ready shelley was involved but you know we we wasn't quite ready we had uh (laughs) we had a god bless her girl come in she had critters and she's wanting to speak to the congregation had a word and uh it wasn't from god so You know, you do what you do, and relocated her. uh, (laughs) Well, I mean, sometimes you got to relocate them. We're in authority here. They, I mean, we got enough sense to know that. We're not going to let them get in here and splatter around. We'll tackle them. We'll do it the old-fashioned way. We'll tackle them, drag them out. (laughs) Won't we, Bubba? (laughs) It'll happen. So anyway, we relocated him, uh, relocated her, and this thing was kind of manifesting. I mean her sp- head wasn 't spinning, but it was real vicious, and it wasn't nothing light this, this one had a little had backing behind it i hadn 't dealt with much like it to be honest about it, and didn 't know where to go, but what basically had happened was is we, we was praying, and, and uh, uh, it come down basically we just um, the Lord give us grace and mercy, and we got her. Basically, she went to the doctor and ended up going to the hospital. But that weighed on me, man. Uh, God wanted to deliver her. She was here for a reason, and we didn't know what to do. We really didn't. And, uh, and I've talked to some of the people that was involved, but that, that's, that's a part of this getting ready thing. We've got to. I mean, so that mean you know what that means? That means we're gonna have to study. We're gonna have to meet together more. We're gonna have to get a group together that's actually tooled up in that min- particular ministry. That when that when uh, Satan tries to come in and swoop in and try to take over something, that we can go. <laughs> have, uh, me, this is the Fab Five. There's there's faith. There's a sword. There's a helmet. There's me. I got a guy. <laughs> See what I'm saying? You gather them up as a team and you take care of business. When a revival happens, look back in the old times when revival hadn't, all the tent revivals, they had another tent. Did they not? They, when they critters come in, they escort them right back out. Now, they didn't send them down the road. They took them right to the other tent and there was a deliverance tent. And they had warriors in there. And they was getting up and getting in front of some stuff. Because it's real. So, soldier up, that's a good one, soldier up. Um, I better quit. (laughs) Thank you, Chris. I appreciate you, buddy. Oh, I wanted to tell you, this revival that's coming, and I got so much more here. Um, I want, if I can, can I share a couple quotes? Real quick, they, they bless me so much, so much. Um, I, I, a lot of people, I listen to a lot of Keith Moore, and uh, and, and it's not because, well, I like, and I like him, I mean, I, I, he's he's taught me a lot. And I've tried to leave, and I've listened to other people, and it's not like I listen to him exclusively because I don't, but uh, I listen to him a lot, and the reason being is because that's every time I go to the Father about what I'm supposed to state, because I get to listen to a lot. I, can, I have an opportunity driving a semi. I get to listen to a lot of word. And he's the one who just, he just tied me to him. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I, and, and, it, and, it's, and it's blessing me, but one of the things that, that he had got a revelation on, and this is what it is. It says, our entire life, including our eternity, will be the result of our response to the Word of God. I'll read it again. Our entire life, this vapor, this time on this earth, this rock, this sliver of time, and all of eternity, the next life, will be a result of our response to the Word of God. You're going to hear, we hear the word, and either you're going to choose to do it or you're not. Either you're going to choose to live it or you're not. Another one. This speaks unto faith. Dr. Lillian B. Oman said, God delights in his children stepping out over the aching void and nothing under their feet except the word of God. He delights in it. That's a good one. I'll read it again. I like it. God delights in his children stepping out over the aching void with nothing under their feet except the word of God. The reason I'm standing here right now over this aching void of you all (laughs) is because of the word of God. It was spoken through another man, but it's still the word of God. And it's this word of God. And it's that word of God. And it's that word of God. And it's that word of God. That man there spoke into my life more times. It's blessed me every time. Do you guys realize we 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 dwell with a prophet? Right here. Some don't want to acknowledge him. I don't care. He spoke life into me more than once. That man of God right there speaks into it me. It's the word of God, living in us all. Shelly speaks into me. Miss Cash back there speaks into me. Tom playing with that sexy beard of his back there. (laughs) If I had one, I'd have to run my fingers at all. I guess my wife's more powerful than Michelle because she just ain't gonna have it. (laughs) Either that or I'm weaker than Tom's. What it probably is. There's humility right there. I'm not the man Tom is. He. One more, one more here. Oh, uh, where is that? This is so good. And I can't remember. Lord, help me find it. Like I said, I had ten pages of notes. Huh? Well, I'm seeing pretty good now. He's healing me as I talk, I think. F.F. Bosworth. Faith begins where the will of God is known. That was something that I really wanted to get into, is the will of God. People want to, well, if it's the Father's will, like, (laughs) you'll never know what the will of God is, which is baloney, because I can give you three verses that tell you you are to know the will of the Father before you do what you're supposed to do. It can be. Well, see, that puts it, it separates us like we're not in communion with him, like we don't know him. He's this far-off, distant thing we can't get to. You just never know. Ooh. It's baloney. He's, he's attainable. He's attainable. And I wanted to tell you this, I was driving down the road, I was driving down the interstate and I was listening to the word and he prompted me to uh, shut off the radio and I'm cruising down the and I said, Lord, we got revival coming just because I'm an inquisitive man. What are you going to call it? What's it going to be called? He said, what do you mean? I said, well, you've got Azusa Street Vitals, and You know, there's a, there's a name. They're going to know it. This thing is going to be bigger than what you all... Th- I mean, I, it's, it, it's birthing in me. And you couldn't drag... I mean, there, I, I got aspirations. I may not live right here forever. You know, I may move off and go someplace. I got places I'd, other places I'd like to live, maybe share the word, but I'm not leaving till this thing happens. There's no way you're dragging me out of this area. I, it's that real to me. Yeah. I am going to be a part of it. Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to. I'm going to see Mike and Tom up there yeah. <laughs> playing guitars, shooting them like Johnny Crash.
2: Right.
1: And that, I mean, an anointing going to be coming out the end of the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> well, they said. I mean, when they walked by, the shadow yeah. fell on them. What's the difference? I'm telling you, man, it's go- his power hit stuff is going to happen. And you're going and to th- and be going, <laughs> ah, ooh, I don't know, is that, is that God? I didn't know God could do something like that. He's bigger than what you think he is. He no- he, he's, he's bigger. He's bigger. And he told me, he said, it will be called the Great Awakening at the Newcastle Fieldhouse. And they're going to know it. The field house has been prophesied to and two or three different prophets. I know of the two. Who was the one? The, the, uh, the one was uh, Denny Kramer. Uh, and then the other, there's the other one was where we was over in Indiana. What was it? Um, Bob, Bob Hartley was another one. That was just recently. Brian's had dreams or visions of speaking to a large crowd at the field house. I've had the same dream. Um, the field house has, has got something to do with it, and and, 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 I, and how we're to involved in what's going to take place, and it's is, is going to be how we come together in prayer, and how and and how we believe. You know, we're we're never too old to f- learn something new. And we're not, never too set in our ways. I mean, it's it's exhaustible. The Father and His Word is—you can't extinguish it, man. You can't put it out. It's just—it just gets bigger and bigger. Um, and this revival is going to be so powerful. You know, I, I, I'm talking cars. I, I'm talking. The the police department's going to have to figure out how to reroute all these cars when they when this when breaks and services happen. Mm-hmm. Just like the old basketball games used to be. You remember them, man? We had some we had some games. Now <laughs> I remember when that place was packed. Right, yeah. Had the cops down at the corner by the Taco Bell and that. I mean, they was down two or three stations getting rid of the traffic. That's what's going to happen. This is an idea. It's going to happen. I'm going to put this out there. If there's anybody in here that wants their heavenly language, either myself or some of the all team ministry, we'll pray for you if there's more than one. We'd love to pray for you. If you have a desire in your heart to get it, it's available. Right here, right now. Yep. He done did it. It's done done. It's done done. Stand up for a minute. Stretch your backs. <laughs> yes. Say this I'm quick. I'm sharp. I'm sharp, I'm bright, I'm, bright. I'm, rich. I'm rich, I am good-looking, good and, an and an extreme blessing. Do you believe your power in your words? Beats being ugly, dull, and dumb. Huh? Sharper than a samurai sword. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. If there's anybody here that you ain't been connected and you know that there's a God and you know he's real, you've seen evidence and you want to give your life to God and you just want to draw a line in the sand and say, I'm manning up. You know a guy, I want to meet him. You can come up front, you can meet him firsthand. The anointing's here, the power's here. The power is present. The power is present. Oh, glory to God. The power is present. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory to God. Revival's coming. The power's present, Father. Oh, we feel your power. You are right. You are real. Lord, we long to be doers of your word. It's the doers that see the things. It's the prayers who get previews. Help us, Father. Help us to get rid of our junk, get out of our own way. Help us, Lord. I thank you, Father. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All oh, give me praise. Hallelujah. You're worthy, Father. You're worthy. You are so worthy. You've saved my life. You brought me out. You've made me a better man. You're making me a better man. I'm getting better all the time. Getting better looking all the time. I don't understand it, Lord. You're just making me a better man. You're alive in my life. My life is a result of what you've done for me. Show off. Yes. Father, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for the love. Of my brothers and sisters in this house. I thank you that. You've given me another family. Family is important. We don't have to do life alone Lord. You've given us a family. You've given us a Holy Spirit. You've given us the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord. And I pray that your power is present for anyone that wants to come up front right now. I believe that it's here. I sense it. And my house shall be known as the house of prayer. We thank you, Father, that you give us time and intercession. We thank you, Lord, that you allow us to work until the ground around them, until they're ready, Father, to bear fruit. We thank you.
2: Oh,
1: holy, 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 holy. I want to pray a blessing if you're going to go ahead and ease out. We ask that you ease out, nice and quietly. You can visit out before you. For those that want, uh, yes. Well, before you all cut loose, I'd, uh, I'd seek and look inside real, real, real hard. There's a, uh, there's a spirit of deliverance in the house tonight. His power is present. And if you want to pray for yourself, because that's what the Word says, you can you pray right for yourself. If you want help prayer there's some of that too it's good it's good you want to reconnect come on up front if you're gonna go you're released you can go be quiet Um, I'll ask Clayton maybe to put on some soft music or something while it happens but uh, because we got things happening already I'm telling you right now There's choices in your life, well, you need to th- in your life you, need, you, you better f- be thinking about who, what you're running from and what you're running to. What are you running from and what are you running to? The Word says if you'll seek me, if you'll diligently seek me, you'll find me. That's a promise. Mm. we're not going to guilt you we love you I appreciate the support everybody coming out family, friends something's happening Lord we need more of you less of us help us to get out of our way we're in our own way enlighten us, Father enlighten us.